It is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. As you can tell, we are in the all-new Mothership Studio 22. Yes, we have the puppet master himself. Mark is at the helm driving this thing. This is a big old ship. I, I think he's going to be able to drive it pretty well. Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, as always, is really the brains behind this operation. Brand new studio. I think you guys are going to enjoy it. I think you're going to have a good time. Today, we're going to get into some news and headlines. Of course, all the talk in the headlines is everything about whistleblowers, which means something completely different in my world uh we're going to talk about impeachment we're going to talk about hunter biden we're going to talk about the heinz family and all kind of craziness going on between them and china and of course the ukraine donald trump is he in trouble well maybe so but he usually is and that's nothing new for him so we're going to get into all kinds of things and we're going to give you our own extra little spin so i want you to go wherever podcasts are offered Preferably, if you get an opportunity, go to Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, I want you to rate it, review it. We only use five-star ratings. If you don't have that in mind, don't even go. Five-star ratings. Tell us how awesome we are. You know why? Because we're bigger, badder, better now in the new Studio 22. And we deserve it! It's party time, Mom. Stay horned. Listen, I want you, if you want to watch this thing, if you want to watch this thing, you got to go to YouTube. You got to go to YouTube. You got to search Chad Prather. Find my channel. Subscribe. Then you hit the little notification bell. Ding! And it'll tell you every time a new show pops up. We're here Monday through Thursday, as you know. I've been getting messages from people saying, why don't you do a show on Friday night? I need a break. Well, you're getting enough of us, okay? We're running our mouths nonstop, and we're going to get into it today with all the crew, all your favorites here in the brand new studio. You're going to to love it and i gotta give a big shout out to everybody here at blaze tv and blaze media mercury radio arts who made this studio possible hard working for the last several weeks we already missed the old studio 22 but i think we're gonna get over it pretty quickly love you guys thanks for tuning in it is party time mom and now before we kick this show off i want to send you over to a guy you already know the texas legend is here steve helms and simple ben mcpherson <laughs> take it away boys <laughs> everybody it is time to pay some bills now don't go anywhere because i know how this thing happens as soon as we start talking about our sponsors a little number start to drop down don't go anywhere get see you know, somebody told me the other day they were like the only time like every time i watch your show there's like 40 minutes of commercials but they're good sponsors they're great sponsors. they're not boring and they're like 40 seconds long and i'm the best ad reader of all you really are natalie netsuite i use netsuite you know what netsuite is let me tell you something if you don't know your numbers you don't know your business but the problem growing businesses have that keeps them from knowing their numbers is their hodgepodge 
of business systems. They have one system for accounting. They've got another for sales, another for inventory, and so on and so on. Just one big inefficient mess when you're trying to run a business. It takes up too much time, too many resources, and it hurts your bottom line because this is a for-profit business. I love capitalism. I want to introduce you to NetSuite by Oracle. It is the business management software that handles every aspect of your business in an easy-to-use cloud platform, giving you the visibility and control you need to grow. Now, with NetSuite, you're going to save time, going to save money. You're going to save the unneeded headaches by managing sales, finance, and accounting orders and HR instantly right from your desktop or phone. I'm so happy we don't have HR here. Like, I'm an HR nightmare. I'm I'm a walking 1-800 number. I really am. NetSuite's going to help you, though. That's why NetSuite is the world's number one cloud business system. you got to check them out right now. NetSuite is offering you valuable insights with a free guide. It's called Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits. Everybody wants that at netsuite.com slash chad. That's netsuite.com slash chad. Download your free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits. Go to NetSuite. NetSuite, S-U-I-T-E dot com slash chat. <laughs> That's C-H-A-D. Hot news, Natalie, hanging out in the hot seat. What do you think about the new digs? Oh, my gosh. You moved it on up. Didn't we come on up with it? You did. You moved it like, on up. I feel like Georgia Weezy. <laughs> Weezy! This is, it is, this is sharp. Fort Worth. I know. I know. Look at that. Everybody said, and in that picture, like, Tim DiDonato and, and, these, and the guys, they just... Whoever took that picture did a phenomenal job because it almost looks like a painting. And that's an yeah. actual picture. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're actually sitting in Fort Worth right. looking out the window. <laughs> <laughs> what do I know about television, Natalie? <laughs> no, I, it, but they did, a, they did a phenomenal job because, you know, I, I, my heart's in Fort Worth, Texas. It's the center of my universe. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. All of our crew here, like we got sitting over here in the bar over in Party Fowl's bar over there. Look at the look at this crew of handsome. It's, it looks like the usual suspects over there. <laughs> I know Jade, the lovely Jade. Hello, everybody. There. Party Fowl, Steve. <laughs> I'm here in the house. Steve, do you think you can handle this new deal? Yeah. What you drinking there? Apple juice. Hi. <laughs> well, I'm not drinking anything. Party Fowl. Is that the penis whiskey? I don't know. I don't think so. If you if you do that one shot, like if you look over my shoulder when I'm doing that opening monologue and the shadows of the bottles, the shadows of the bottles, stay horned, everybody. Let me just tell you. You'll notice when you watch the show again. You can go back to the monologue. The just Subliminal messages. It really is. It really is. But this mm-hmm. place looks phenomenal. Simple Ben McPherson. I lo- Simple Ben. Howdy, y'all. <laughs> ben, you and I met when you were 16 years old. Oh, in something like that. Uh, we were doing some uh, Jeff Epstein recruiting, and uh, Ben was Ben came on the scene. Now we were at Rhymes and Vines, weren't we? Right, Rhymes in and Vines. Stephenville, Texas. And I'm like, who is this child prodigy on the fiddle? Mm-hmm. And uh, touring with Kyle Park and little Kyle Park, love Kyle Park, and of course the Texas legend Steve Helms. Look at you. Hi, buddy. Hey, buddy. <laughs> get, his, get his album, buy me a country, buy you a country song. Get that new CD. Get all five of them. No, just get the one. Okay. <laughs> just get the one. I'm just so excited to be in here. We've been talking about it. I mean, we were supposed to be in here six months ago, but here we are. Got to give a big shout out to everybody who did it. I, they rolled out the red carpet. Yeah, they Countless did. hours. Natalie, Donald Trump's going down. They're going to kick him out. They're going to boot him. They're going to hang him out in the street. Do you really think? 
Uh, That's going to happen, right? No, I don't really think. But I will tell you this. You can base everything that's going to happen for the next 14 months before the election on what you're seeing right now. And it's just going to happen more and more. It's going to happen more and more. So if if you don't like what is going on, in the political system right now and what's being portrayed in the media, mm-hmm. then take a break for about six weeks, take you a deep breath and come back because they'll be doing it again. They'll be on to the next because now they've opened up this can of worms where you can just use hearsay and call yourself a whistleblower. It's not a tattletale. It's just a whistleblower. And it can be secondhand information that you can be used against a sitting president. And I have some theories I want to get into today. I do too. Do you? I do. Well, you just got, one. Got some one. ideas. All right. I'm excited to hear it. Have you guys over in the bar? Have y'all been paying attention to this at all? This thing going on, Steve? You don't even care, do you? I do care. It's my country, man. Yeah. Of I care. I mean, did I play music this weekend and was I drinking? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know what's going on. But you ultimately don't feel like Donald John Trump is personally affecting your day to day life right now. Uh, I know that there's a lot of people that come to my shows that have a lot of money in their mm-hmm. pockets right now to spend exactly. money on activities that maybe four years ago they didn't. Yeah. If that makes sense. And, and it's true. I think the economy's doing really well, and it shows about people out there spending money on entertainment. And, you know, they come to your shows, or they're going bowling, or they're going out to eat. Yes, throwaway they, money. Yes. I mean, yeah, people are out. They're doing because, I got a message from someone this morning. On Twitter, who said, you know, my social security has gone up, and I can finally live off of it. That's awesome. And it's happened under this Trump presidency. So does that affect people? Yeah. Uh, At the time of this taping, uh, right now, the Dow is up a couple hundred points right now, this morning. Um, Those are kind of things we like to hear. So we'll see. But we're going to have these things that are going to happen more and more. Party foul? Yeah, I've got a theory. Yeah. You want to share it? Oh, right now? You want to do it right now? you can. So, okay, everybody, I say Democrats are trying to impeach Trump. Mm -hmm. They're trying so hard, and they're going to be more fierce right now because they know he's going to get elected in 2020. So if they don't do it now, they're done. Yeah, that's exactly right. See, here's here's what I'm going to propose right here, and watch it. Now, I said months ago, I don't know if I really believe it, but I said months ago on this show, I said, you watch. Hillary Clinton is going to emerge again in some way, form, or fashion. And everybody said, no, there's no possible way. Well, she just gave the interview there with Chelsea over the weekend with Jane Pauley. It was ridiculous where she calls Trump, says that he knows he's an illegitimate president. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there thinking, why is she coming to the forefront again on this stuff? Why are they interviewing her? I mean, just go away already. Go away. If you went out and asked anyone on the street and you said, hey, do you think the popular vote should determine who the president is, depending on which way they lean, especially if they're left-leaning, what are they going to say? Yes, I think the popular vote should do that. Well, George H.W. Bush won the popular vote, but he still didn't become president. See how that works? Mm -hmm. See, they were all for it. They were all for the Electoral College when it put Bill Clinton in the office in 1992. Which brings up that other issue of impeachment. But before we get into that, now, here's my theory. Nancy Pelosi and company are willing to throw Joe Biden mm-hmm. under the bus over this Ukraine. I'll call it a scandal because it is a scandal. Ukraine gate. At what point in time do we call everything? I guess Watergate, Nixon. 
We started calling everything gate. Mm-hmm. Any scandal that comes up, email gate, Russia gate, <laughs> uh, fusion gate, cylinder gate, fast and furious gate. Candice, queen of the Ethiopians, are you over there in the control room? What's your favorite gate? <laughs> um, I mean, you have to go with the classic, the Watergate. The Watergate, yeah. Where it all started. So, again, that takes us back to this issue of discussing impeachment. I'm going to tie all this together for you here in a minute. They're going to throw Joe Biden under the bus. And let me tell you why they're going to do it. And let me tell you what it's going to do for them. Because if they can find something that scars Donald Trump, like this phone call that he had with President Zelensky, Zelensky Mm -hmm. of the Ukraine, if they can use that to bring Trump down or at least make him look bad, they know they don't have a shot in hell at winning in November of 2020. So they got to make Trump look bad. In order to do that, they're willing to sacrifice one of their own. So you watch and see. Biden. He was already struggling. Yeah. He, he was already yeah. in trouble. And it's weird when you start putting the pieces together and you look at this thing because they throw him out there. Mm-hmm. Joe Biden was never intended to be president. He never he was never intended to be president. Had had they had any real ambitions of him being president, he would have run in 2016, uh, which would have been logical because he had been Obama's vice president. And isn't it very, very telling that Barack Obama has never endorsed his vice president mm. in this election process. You haven't heard a word from Obama. And you have people who say, well, Michelle Obama's going to run. Eh, she just bought a $15 million house off the coast of Martha's Vineyard. She ain't going back into the White House. I just don't see that happening. <laughs> Are you guys with me on this so far? I'm in total agreement on that. Yeah, I'm not going. And I don't know if you guys have ever been to the White House. It's old. Like, like, it's been there for a minute. They rebuilt it after they burned it down in 1812. And so it's really kind of funky in there. And I promise you, I ain't leaving my $15 million eight-bedroom spread to go back into the residence hall mm-hmm. of the— It's kind of like going to Graceland. You expect this big old mansion. Mm-hmm. And it gets yeah, there, it's true. It's, your neighbor next door kind of got a house the same size. You know if you, I mean, you remember going, Jade, we went to Graceland, yeah. and you got the shag carpet, mm-hmm. and you got, which was like back then, and he's got his little televisions, yeah. and you can see the, the front gate, you know, from the, the monitor in the kitchen, and you're like, God, that's old. <laughs> but at that time, it was like cutting edge. Right. Right? It, it seems quite dated on, when we were there. <laughs> yeah. And everything on TV is so much bigger. Yes. And then when you get there. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't take long to get through the whole house. No. <laughs> so so here's the thing. And I also say this. While it would be problematic if Michelle Obama were to get into this presidential race, it would be problematic. That's never been their plan because they they don't want to be elected officials. They want to be celebrities. Barack Obama used the presidency. He set himself. He got himself set up so he could become a celebrity. That's what he wanted. And now they're Netflix executives, and they're making money hand over fist. Okay, so he's never endorsed Biden. Biden's going out. He's not going to make it. I think right now the candidate that is earmarked to be their person is uh, Elizabeth Warren, Pocahontas. So she's she's the one that they want. Anybody have a thought on that, Mark Puppet Master? You got a thought on that, Candice? Anything. Have you guys been watching this deal? Well, if right now Elizabeth Warren is kind of the front runner, and so I don't think Hillary's going to allow her to be the first female mm-hmm. president, if that's the case. I might, agree with you. And that goes there. back to my point. So let's pay attention to Miss Hillary 
Mrs. Hillary Rodham. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. Clinton. So when do they have to announce their run for presidency? Uh, uh, at least by the day before the election. <laughs> Everybody writes in. That it's yeah. gonna be. That's gonna be crazy. You gotta have time to get your name on the print, dude. Yeah. See, my thing is, if you haven't engaged in any of the DNC debates, that you just like you're out. Okay? She but she doesn't need to. She even with all those candidates, Hillary's. Yeah. Would just flick them like nothing. Well, it's all smokescreen, folks. Remember, I always tell you, the issue is never the issue. Whatever's being paraded out there is always a smokescreen. Mm-hmm. So. This thing, and I'll go back to where we started, this whole Ukraine gate is one big smokescreen. It's mm-hmm. it's look over here because something else is going on down here. We haven't heard a damn thing about Jeffrey Epstein in weeks. We haven't heard anything about – I mean, this Jeffrey Epstein deal was a big deal. Remember? Yes. Remember this, Candace? I mean, like we could talk about Epstein and boom, 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 the numbers on the podcast were going to go crazy. It was never ending, and now you don't hear anything about it. Now it's not a peep. We forgot Jeffrey Epstein exists. We're not done with Jeffrey Epstein because we got things to expose here that you and me have thought about. And we're going to get into that in upcoming shows. Uh, Mass shootings. We haven't heard a peep about mass shootings. We haven't heard anything about uh, red flag laws Mm -hmm. in a while. We haven't heard any of this stuff. Uh, But now it's all about impeaching Trump. And it's and it's this whole, well, we're going to propose an idea of potentially investigating so that we can come up with this possible uh, accusation of impeachment that we may try. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's just an inquiry of can we even seriously talk about impeachment all because of this telephone call that he had with President Zelensky, which, of course, Trump released the transcript of. And everybody read it, and everybody has a different interpretation of it, one of which was Adam Schiff, who should be going to jail for this. He should be indicted for getting up in front of Congress last week and giving a made-up version in a testimony of what the transcript said. He since said it was a parody. Can you imagine George Washington when his father asked him about cutting down the cherry tree, and he said, I cannot tell a parody. I mean, that's just an updated watered down sanitized word for a lie i hate washington they're scumbags mm-hmm. natalie they're scum okay can i tell you what my little simple Come on. Mind, i have a very simple mind you know i mean just you know where they i mean i learned we quid, know quid pro quo that was a big <laughs> hey. word of the day you know or like quid pro quo okay, never quid pro if a, quid how, quo. Much, how much quid could a quid, quid pro, pro quo, quo if a, a quid, quid pro quo quid could quid pro yes. <laughs> something like that so big word of the day I, you, you and I have talked about this, how desperate the Democrats are. Mm -hmm. And I, in my little mind, I see this as yet another distraction, not because of what you just mentioned, but just from the Russian collusion, because when that blew up in their face and it did, that blew up in their face and there was enough there for the other side to investigate. Mm -hmm. Now it's just another distraction. Oh, well, we screwed that up, but I spit on myself. You did. I was passionate. We screwed that up. You look but like now, Nancy look Pelosi there for a <laughs> Nancy Pelosi, go spit on somebody else. <laughs> Shout out to our buddy Brian Hayner, his great song, Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi, go spit on somebody else. 
It's just a distraction. It is. And and you now there's anything about well, it anymore. I heard, I heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend who yeah. heard it from a friend. MP Jario Speedwagon. You were uh, naughty, and but, on that conversation. Now we don't know exactly what is in it in the yeah. in this this that they're from the whistleblower is obvious from what I understand. It was it's all very one sided. He's yeah. pissed off, and so they're going to take that now and run with it. Yeah. And so, now, and so now Trump, now Trump has said, I have a right to face my accuser. Sure. You know, which he never gets an opportunity to face his mm-hmm. accusers. I don't care if it's a sexual harassment accuser or anything else. They just trot these people out here and then give credence to something that is ultimately hearsay. Because mm-hmm. this person, whoever the whistleblower is, did not hear this phone call. It was something heard it from someone who supposedly did it and reported it. Party foul, what you got? Yeah, um, another thing we hadn't heard about is Space Force. Y'all haven't heard much about it, but it's about to launch. I it's heard. happening in the background that Space Force, there's Within something months. going on we don't know about, and it, I think it may be, yeah. we're going to find out. Why do you say that? I'm boogie telling boogie you guys, We're about to find out there's aliens, guys. Uh, and this is going to blow all this thing. stuff See, out of the way. Since, we the don't Navy, hear. Hey, since the Navy came out and said that that video footage of the spacecraft was legit, yeah. We haven't heard him one thing else about it, but all this other stuff's going on. And I'm telling you, you're right. They're, they're about to come out and let us know that well, the Space Force, they say within 60 days, we'll have a Space Force. It'll be in place. Mm-hmm. But I have a friend you, that was abducted. Triggered. Tell us about that. From Trailer Park? Trigger yeah. to Bose? Trigger. And he got abducted and sucked it up. And he thought he was it was the rapture and it was Jesus. But then he said... <laughs> It was a space Jesus is what it was. We had us a sweet little fellowship over some gelatinous food. He said, I thought it was Jesus. And then he said, boogity, boogity, boogity. Yeah, I, I said, knew man, it wasn't I, Jesus. Jesus ain't talking like that. I can't help. I'm sorry. So I want to find this tweet. And Candace, you can put it up where uh, President Trump, who, by the way, tweeted 51 times over the weekend, which is, you know, a lot even for him. But he basically was quoting uh, Pastor, uh, who's it, Robert Jeffress, who the made the comment, who said that if this impeachment is successful, I have it. that it will create a fracture basically akin to civil war mm-hmm. that will be irreparable. An irreparable fracture, I think, was the phrase. I could be wrong on that. Mm-hmm. And then people went nuts on Twitter because they were now saying he's calling for civil war. He's, he's demanding civil war. This president will not be happy until there's fighting in the streets and violence and blah, 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 blah. This is why I cuss, people. This is why I get in trouble. Everybody's like, you've gotten so vulgar on the show. No, I just get frustrated, and I don't know any other way to do it but just to call it BS. He said it would create a fracture that would be hard for us to get over like a civil war, a civil war type fracture. He didn't say we're going to have a civil war. Mm-hmm. So these are the kind of smoke screens that are up there. And it's just creating this whole deal that's going on. That's why I'm telling you, get ready, because for the next 14 months until the election, it's going to be one after another. You're exactly right, Natalie. Russia, boom, it's a gone. hoax. It's gone. $30 million gone. Poof. Two years of our life. Poof. Gone. They got nothing from it. Mm-hmm. They don't even bring it up anymore. Because it doesn't exist. It's not there. Now, most people, and I want to encourage you, because I'm not going to give you some big, huge history lesson on impeachment. Most people don't, first of all, even know what impeachment means. I read a reporter out of, um, oh, God, Candace, who was it from? He's with uh, one of the political websites, and he's a supposed journalist who said, you know, 
he's going to be impeached just like Richard Nixon. <laughs> I said, you're a regular old Bob Woodward here. I mean, <laughs> Richard Nixon was not impeached. No. Okay. He resigned. He, he resigned. might've been heading towards impeachment, he, but he wasn't impeached. Don't, I mean, this is why journalism gets no respect in this day and age. How many presidents have been impeached? Two. You know, they? Bill Clinton. Yeah. Was impeached. And who was the second? Andrew Johnson. Okay. So the thing, the thing about that is, okay, Bill Clinton never left office. Right. People think that if you impeach somebody, that they automatically leave office. Now, the reason you can become impeached or there has to be any form of an impeachment is the lower house, which would be Congress. The lower level of the house would be Congress. Has to bring up not only the inquiry, but has to bring up this this accusation. It can be bribery. It can be uh, 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 being a traitor, high crimes and misdemeanors, which, by the way, the Constitution does not define what high crimes and misdemeanors are. So it's very vague there. It's all determined by. So the accusation here is that Donald Trump offered quid pro quo. In other words, you give me something, I'll give you something. And yes, Donald had stopped. Donald. Like he's my homeboy or something, had stopped a a payment to the Ukraine for like three hundred and sixty one million, three hundred and fifty one million dollars or whatever. I could be wrong on those numbers, but I'm close. And then he has this conversation with Zelensky and says, Hey, congratulations. And then Zelensky just kisses his ass for five minutes talking about yes, Mushto President. We we did every we learned so much from your election. We had success like you, we used you as a pattern to, you know, so Trump loves that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? Loves that kind of stuff. That's why he gets off and Trump's like, it was a perfect phone call. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> I mean, this was the most, probably the best, most fabulous, terrific, tremendous phone call ever I've in ever the had. history of the, you know, since Graham Bell, you know, <laughs> Alexander <laughs> Bell, you know, ever since he called for Watson to come in the other room, uh, it was, um, you know, because he's getting his butt kissed, and that's just how Trump is. Eh, that's how he is. So, I look. I, 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 am never going to defend Donald Trump. And like, the dude's got some weird personality traits. Mm-hmm. Okay, I give you that. I'm not going to look at one of my 12 year old sons and be like, I want you to grow up and be like that guy. Mm-hmm. But you got to defend the guy because, because again, he's never done anything that isn't pro American. And I'll get back to the phone call in a second. So we were in uh, Steve. What towns were we in this week? Uh, Omaha. No, no, in California. Oh, we California. were in Fresno. Fresno, Fresno and, and Napa. Napa. And we we went out and had a beer before the show in Napa. We met some. Uh, yeah, don't drink wine while you're there. That's stupid. No, I know. Well, I had whiskey. So. I would have. I didn't drink any wine. I didn't drink any wine because wine gets you set back, man. Get you. Whoo, get you set back. Mm-hmm. We didn't even eat. Steve, you even realize that we didn't even eat. No. Oh, we had like some chips and salsa after the show, but like we never even had a meal while we were in Napa. Nope, sure didn't. And that's a great place to eat. Up we there. forgot to eat. We forgot to eat. By God, we didn't forget to drink. Party time, Mom! <laughs> that beer got you set back. I know. And I was drinking Mexican beer. Modelo. I was drinking Modelo. <laughs> <laughs> Something weird about this thing. I don't even know what city I'm in most of the time. Helms, you know what I'm talking about. We don't know. So, um, anyway. We met some uh, two girls and this guy. They were they were there. A couple of them were in from uh, they they moved there. College students. College students. And so we it told them we said uh, they're sitting there at the bar with us. We said why don't y'all come to the show? Because I carry this uh, twenty twenty dollar bill. You seen my twenty twenty dollar bill? Let me uh-huh. show everybody. Keep it in my pocket. 
I like to try to pass it off as currency. Somebody gave me this as a show at a show in a while back. We need to order some of these Candice. Look at that. Can you, can you see that oh. right there? It's Donald Trump on a 2020. <laughs> Look at that. Isn't that beautiful? You can tell by someone's reaction to it whether they love him or hate this him. Is, this right here, forget a MAGA hat. This right here, folks, is how you determine where somebody stands yeah. politically. Because I, I pull this thing out and I laid it on the bar and the girl picks it up and she goes, oh, my God, I love this. Where did you get these things? And then the other little girl down on the other side of the she's like, oh, my God, set it on fire. And I was like, OK, game on. Invited them to the show. They came out to the show. Right. And so we're sitting there in the green room. Everybody. We have some friends that we knew who live in California who came out. So we got about a, half a dozen people sitting in the green room after the show. And the girl that I knew who was pretty left-leaning, um, mm -hmm. she kind of starts in about, because my show obviously is gets a little, leans a little politically right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, so, and so she starts in about Trump and how much damage he's done to minorities in the homosexual community. And, that, and I'm like, oh, wait, 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 wait. I said, Trump's done more for minorities in the homosexual community, not minorities in the homosexual community <laughs> and the homosexual community. I know that that can sound a little weird. Um, uh than any other president. And she's like, oh, do not even go there. And I said, well, I'm just saying. I got the numbers and the facts to back it up. And she's like, don't even start with that. And then her friends are like, oh, don't get her going. And I said, I'm not trying to get anybody going. I just want to hear why she thinks right. that, you know, tell me, tell me your reason. She goes, I can't even get into that. And I said, why not? And she goes, I'm not even going to go there. And I said, well, <laughs> just try to go there. Like, give me some numbers. Like, give me a reason, some, some back up something of what he's done detrimental to the black community or the minority mm -hmm. community or, you know, all of the, you know, the homosexual community. Tell me what he's done. I can't even get into this with you right now. And I'm like, let's go. You don't know what you're freaking talking because about. She literally can't. You can't. <laughs> You don't have. And She's so, a college kid that's 19 years old. Yeah, exactly. Not, she hasn't lived yet. So exactly. So, but the so, other college kid liked the 2020 bill. The other one did. Yeah. So it's. I mean. Yeah. The other one. Made and they were in their early 20s. They were in their mm -hmm. early 20s. Okay. So you can't not like a 20 dollar bill if you haven't paid a bill yet. <laughs> it's 2000. Don't get me going, Steve. <clears throat> I'll die over here. I got to grow my beard back out. You can see my double chin. It's like my face is giving birth to another face. <laughs> I have no problem with your faces. Hey, Aww. girl. You kiss both of my faces. I sure will. Oh, you, you can gobble on my turkey waddle. Gobble on the waddle, baby. Oh we'll gosh. do that later. Get a room. Anyway, tell us about that dream you had about us all. I know. I did. No, I'm not. It wasn't Who about was us. It was about me. Who all was in the dream? You two? Oh, sweet God. <laughs> Well, we got to talk about That's that. That's another show. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, party time, Mom. Stay horned. Um, Means being jaded is a whole new thing. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I want it. While I'm thinking about this, and I'm going to continue the thought in a second, I want you to go to where podcasts are. Go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. I'm going to start really pushing that because it helps us in the rankings. Doesn't really even matter how many people are listening to the show, and that's a lot of people. But go leave a rating and a review, and and do that. Five stars, five stars only. That's all we accept, mm -hmm. and a good review. Tell us how great we are. We love it. Stay horned. Chad, you're so pompous and arrogant now. I remember when you were humble and had a dog in the back seat. Ah! Five star review, everybody. Um, uh. but anyway, they they never have. Like Robert De Niro goes on CNN on Sunday morning with Brian Stelter, and he's like, I don't like this president, you know. Well, Fox News says, and he's like, F him, F him. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know, I'm a bad. 
And then he's like, okay, what do you not like about this president? Well, he just, he's just not, he's just not good. He's horrible. He's terrible. Okay. Like, what does that mean? Elaborate. Right. What does that mean? He said he was a gangster and I'm like. <laughs> All kinds of Not me. You know, he's a De Niro drug. said somebody was a gangster. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so I, anyway, this whole I want you to study up on the impeachment process because you don't just impeach somebody. Mm-hmm. OK, there have been about 63 impeachment uh, um, accusations and proceedings in American history. Only about eight of those went through. The majority of those were judges. Um, and the eight that went through, only two of those were presidents. So you can't just go in. Ken Starr was on with uh, Cavuto yesterday talking about how ludicrous this impeachment process is because he says, look, yeah, Trump's phone call with Zelensky is a bad look. It is a bad look. I wouldn't have advised him to use that conversation because although there was not obvious quid pro quo in other Mm -hmm. words he didn't say hey i need you to dig up dirt here right he just said hey look into this thing well first of all treaty 10616 106-16 says that when it comes to a criminal investigation the united states and ukraine have an agreement that they can cooperate together in an investigation if it's if it's a potential criminal investigation or even an accusation so they so trump has the right to ask that question of the Ukraine, okay? Mm. Zelensky at the uh, climate summit sits down in front of the cameras and says, I was never pushed by Donald Trump to to investigate anything. He didn't push me. He didn't threaten me. He didn't say, you're not getting this money unless. Mm-hmm. The one thing Trump did say is, you know, we've done a lot for you, but we haven't gotten a lot in return. Yeah, so that kind of, that's a bad look, D. That's a bad it's look. look. Bad, but it's true, and, and right. that's with even <laughs> yeah. a lot of other countries around the world that the U.S. does stuff for that they're not doing things in return. Yeah, is that just Trump's negotiating skills coming out? Because well, you look, know okay. he's always negotiating, book. no matter what, whether there's a sell or not. That's kind of why we hired him because he does bit runs business, like yeah. you know he's running our country like a business. So, so maybe you, that was just as it snuck out. You know? So are you familiar with the book The Art of War by Sun Tzu mm-hmm. that was written hundreds of years ago? Art of War. Okay, Trump wrote a book called The Art of the Deal. Yes. He is such a masterful he, – he understands. He yes. is so studied Sun Tzu, The Art of the art of War, that he named his book after it, The Art of the Deal. So for him, the deal is like warfare. Trump is so deep into it. I know everybody wants to think he's a bumbling moron, but the guy is not a bumbling moron. There are – like I used to – Candace, I used to not believe – like I would just scoff at this whole deep state stuff or this Illuminati or Bilderberger mm-hmm. stuff, and there's some weird conspiracy down deep in the dark. I used to scoff at that. Not anymore, Candace. I mean there's some uh, – you know, maybe. Who knows? No, ain't no maybe. It's happening, woman. <laughs> it's happening. You're too young to understand these things. You'd be nice. <laughs> Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians. I believe in it. Mm-hmm. There's some weird going on. Party time, Mom. There's some weird stuff going on. It is. Has it always been going on? Yes. And we're just All seeing a little more of it. All the way back to when they the Federal Reserve on Jekyll Island. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Somebody wants to read a book, read The Creature from Jekyll Island. And and the advent and the creation of – there's just weird stuff out there. A lot of it is thought of as conspiracy theories. Mm. But the more we're getting into this stuff, you're seeing weird stuff. Because I've told you on recent weeks in podcasts, I'm like, look here. 
There are bigger people out there than the Donald Trump or the Clintons or, I mean, you, the George Soros's of the world, even them, they, they have handlers that are out there. Mm-hmm. There's a weird network of people out there in the world. Again, throw up a smoke screen like this Ukraine thing. Where does Jeffrey Epstein go? He's gone. Right. Where's the Russia hoax go? It's gone. gone. Not even talking about it anymore. Now, there are no set rules for impeachment. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? So mm-hmm. it's basically up to an arbitrary agreement uh, for the Senate. If, if the House passes a resolution to pursue impeachment, then it's up to the Senate. The Senate has to take a look at it. You get the federal judges involved. There has to be an indictment. There has to be a trial. They have to take a look at this. It's going to take a two-thirds vote. I'm not getting into all the details. I'm just telling you, go and take a look and learn that just because you get an impeachment proceeding doesn't mean the president's going to be gone. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if you guys think that you can impeach Donald Trump and get him out of office, and then all of a sudden you're going to find a way to get rid of uh, uh, Pence, mm-hmm. Vice President Pence, when he becomes the president, and you think Nancy Pelosi is now going to step up, understand that just like whenever Nixon appointed Gerald Ford after Spiro Agnew, Mike Pence will have the opportunity to appoint his own vice president, too. So if they get rid of Mike Pence, guess what? He's going to his vice president is going to be the one who steps in, not Nancy Pelosi. He'll appoint appoint Donald Trump as a vice president. (laughs) I mean, are there any rules against that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just dumb. So anyway, I want to get here's what I want to get into, because we're going to just oh, my gosh, I want to get into this thing and just hang tight. And I want to read you a time. I'm going to give you a timeline here. Okay. We, we'll come back. If we want to talk about impeachment, we'll talk about impeachment. Let me just toss it right there. Oh, it's party time, Mom. Everybody take a deep breath. How are we doing on time, Marcus? We're pretty good? Yeah, we are at 35 minutes right now. 35 or 45? Yep. 35. All right, good. Give me 10 more minutes, people. I'm going to walk you through this Ukraine thing. All right, I'm going to walk you through this thing. I'm going to take you all the way back to 2000. Nine. There's a kid by the name of Hunter Biden. He is the son of the sitting vice president, Joe Biden. There's another boy named Chris Hines. Now, if Hines sounds familiar, yes, that is the ketchup company. He is the son of John Kerry's wife, who is, of course, a Hines. And John Kerry, so John Kerry's stepson. They get together. And they form a company called Rosemont Capital. It's an international investment firm, and they do it with the help of a guy named Devin Archer, who's a businessman and a close friend of Chris Hines. All right. Rosemont is going to expand, and they're going to add a couple of branches to their company, Rosemont Realty and Rosemont Seneca Partners. Now, stay with me, folks, because I feel like Mark Levin right now. Mark Levin! Here's what's going to happen. Where's your chalkboard? I need one. Coming for you, Beck. (laughs) Pay attention, Steve. There's going to be a quiz. Party foul. After months of these really tough talks with China, uh, uh, Hunter Biden and Chris Kerry, there's this South China Sea dispute, and the partnership, whatever, it doesn't happen. And China is going to ramp up activity on this disputed territories, mostly with military bases being constructed. And so they're having these negotiations with Joe Biden and all these things. They're trying to, anyway. Bank of China. Because let me tell you, Hunter Biden gets on Air Force Two with Joe Biden, goes over to China. They're having these negotiations, having these talks. 
And the Bank of China creates an investment fund with Rosemont Seneca, which is a branch of Hunter Biden and Chris Hines' Rosemont Capital. All right. They call it Baha'i Harvest Rosemont or BHR. You with me? China allows Rosemont to set up shop in the Shanghai zone, which means Ro- Rosemont would actually be allowed to take Chinese government money and actually invest it outside of China, even in the U.S. Now, we're not talking about Goldman Sachs. We're not talking about Deutsche Bank. We're talking about BHR. We're talking about this little, tiny investment firm that is run by Biden and Kerry. Or not Kerry, but Hines. Mm -hmm. Okay, so get it again. I'm summarizing. Joe Biden gets on Air Force Two, flies over to have some negotiations. And somehow Hunter Biden comes back with his little company with a major business deal. Okay, major business deal. We're talking like a billion and a half dollars with this little tiny investment firm. Okay, so in 2014, John Kerry goes over to China. There's this climate accord that is reached between China and the U.S. And it's headline news all over the world. Remember, at the time, he was he was the uh, secretary of state Mm -hmm. under Obama. What doesn't make the headlines is this state-backed Chinese company under the name of Gemini, which purchased 75% of Rosemont's realty branch for $75 million. And a few months later, Gemini invests $34 million into the Rosemont Fund. Now, remember, Hunter Biden, who's a cokehead, who's a crackhead, I mean, he found a damn crack pipe in his car. <laughs> the guy gets, he gets, he's a Navy reservist, right? He's over the age of 40. They bring him in on waivers. And, and it, he wound up having to resign from the Navy because he tested positive for using cocaine. God bless you. Uh, so This probably gave him anxiety. This, I mean, you know, he says it was accidental ingestion. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. He's got a lot of so, stress. So now yeah. we know where that $85,000 a month salary went up his nose. Ugh. Yeah. So now, remember, they're in partnership with Devin Archer. Devin Archer opens up this foreign limited liability company under the name Rosemont Seneca Baha'i LLC, and they use this. It's a foreign. It's a foreign LLC. They open it with a Fort Lauderdale address. Five days later, Biden, he goes over to meet with Ukraine officials in Kiev and offers Ukraine one billion. This is Joe Biden to help aid Ukraine's natural gas industry and economy. Okay. now let's get it straight. Heinz and Biden have already come home with a billion and a half dollars from China. Why? Why? Well, there's some things that work here. There's some things at play. Hunter Biden loses his gig, loses his job because he's a crackhead. All right? Now they're going to go over to the Ukraine. A week after Joe Biden goes over there, less than a week later, Devin Archer joins the board of Burisma, which is the Ukrainian natural gas company. Two weeks later after that, Hunter Biden joins Archer as a board member of Burisma. And coincidentally, this is the same time that Senator Edward Markey, along with three other senators, uh, they write this thing for Barack Obama. They write a letter asking for an increased aid in Ukraine. Interesting timing on this. So they said we need to leverage the full resources and experts or expertise of the U.S. government to assist Ukraine in improving its energy efficiency, increasing its domestic production, and reforming its energy markets. Uh, in addition, they wanted to give aid to the Ukraine for energy development. Mm-hmm. Now, they hire Devin Archer. They hire Hunter Biden, who hired, prior to that had never had any experience in the gas industry. None. 
And the Ukraine hires them. They bring them on as board members. And not only that, paid board members on this company called Burisma. They're paying Hunter Biden in excess of $50,000 a month as a board member. For what? For what? If you put me on the board of Exxon. Please do, Exxon. <laughs> <laughs> if you put me on the board, I don't have a damn clue. I mean, what am I going to do? Hey, don't tell him that. Well, Hunter Biden didn't either. But they're paying him, they're paying him $60,000, $70,000 a month. I mean, the guy's already come back with a billion and a half dollars from China because of his daddy. Why? No, I mean, think about this. Think about what I just said now. Goldman Sachs doesn't even get a deal like that with China. Mm-hmm. Deutsche Bank, one of the biggest banks in the world. They don't get a But this little, this little firm, Hunter Biden. Well, now, meanwhile, back in China, there's this company named AVIC, which is an aviation industry operation. Uh, Corporation of China, AVIC, they've been uh, secretly dealing with U.S. technologies related to the F-35 stealth bomber, these fighter jets, I'm sorry, and AVIC teams up with a fund known as BHR. Who's that? Hunter Biden's group. The same BHR fund owned by Mm -hmm. Kerry's boy and Joe Biden's boy. And they had secured $1.5 billion from the Chinese government. Now, Burisma, back in the Ukraine, makes a $3.4 million payment to Rosemont Seneca Baha'i. That's BHR. Or BS, yeah, Rosemont Seneca Baha'i, LLC. That's the one that was set up mm-hmm. in Fort Lauderdale. This is all 2014. Everybody breathing still? Everybody mm-hmm. breathing? Now, I don't know what world y'all live in, but this is some nepotistic stuff right here. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some stuff going on here. I mean, we're talking about to the tune of the big deal. Now, what do we do? People want to jump online and they want to say, yeah, but the Trump kids, the Trump kids, the Trump kids. Trump kids don't make money from politics. All right. The Trump kids are business people. Mm-hmm. They're not lawyers. They're entrepreneurs. They're businessmen, businesswomen. Ivanka Trump, yes, she has been an advisor to her father. Yes, Jared Kushner has a position in the Trump White House. But Ivanka Trump is a smart woman. She's an entrepreneur. She's been a model. She has been a clothing line designer. And she is a philanthropist and humanitarian. Okay, that's that's her job description. She's just an all-around good, decent person. Don Trump, Eric Trump, they run the Trump Corporation. They're not in politics. Do they speak out about politics yet? <clears throat> and I know people are going to say, yeah, but daddy set him up. Daddy's a freaking billionaire. I hope right. he did set him up. Can you imagine if he didn't? I mean, this ain't no William Randolph Hearst crap we're talking about. I mean, quite frankly, those kids don't have to do anything. They don't have to. <laughs> I mean, you know, but that's, you know, art of the deal, baby. They're running it. So in 2015, AVIC, which, remember, is that Chinese aviation company, they buy 51% of a technology known as Hinegis. I may be spelling that wrong. Hinegis, Hinegis. And Biden and Kerry's BHR fund purchases the other remaining 49% of it. See, they have this word for when something like that happens. It's called treason. Because you just bought secure military technology mm. from another country. All right. So Hennigus, what it is, is an anti-vibration technology that's considered dual use because it's used on military vehicles like the F-35 jet fighter. It's used in automobiles, okay? But it's this technology. Mm-hmm. And it is restricted commerce. Can't just go out and buy this stuff. Is on a list. We have this restricted commerce list 
which is like you ever go out to the Joint Naval Air Force Base and says if you cross this line out there where they park the jets, the fighter jets, those F those F twenty twos are out there, and it says if you cross this line, we can use deadly force on you. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they don't want you going out there with your stupid cell phone taking pictures of our technology. Mm-hmm. This is secret stuff. So they're out there buying these things. So in order for them to be able to buy it, it requires the approval from the Committee on Foreign Investments of the United States to get it. Well, how the hell did they get to do it? Oh, boy. So John Kerry, the Secretary of State, and who's probably, you know, who's just an evil man, stepfather of Chris Hine, mm-hmm. makes it out where BHR can go in and buy 49% of this thing. All right. <sighs> they approve the deal. BHR teams up with Beijing. This time they buy 100% of rare earth metals called molybdenum. Been a long time since you ever heard the word molybdenum. You ever heard of molybdenum? It's in the periodic chart. I was going to say, is that on the periodic chart? It's on the, it is. It is a rare earth metal. Okay. <laughs> you said chart. What? I like that. Is that wrong? Table. 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 Sorry. Periodic table. Yeah. So, I was educated wrong. It's not a chart. Table. <laughs> I'm bored the crap out of everybody, but I'm telling you that you got to be here. You got to be here. So. You lost me at anti-vibration. Anti. <laughs> <laughs> like, who wants that? I don't know. Stay hard. <laughs> Oh, another shot of the whiskey bottles, everybody. There they are. There's the, yeah, there, there, there's the symbols. Hey, you can't see it from that angle. you got to look at it during the opening of the show. Angle. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see it from that angle. I Anyway. <laughs> so U.S. had filed a complaint four years earlier to the WTO, the World Trade Organization, charging Beijing with attempting to control the world's rare earth metals, and the WTA ruled in the U.S.'s favor. Now, back in the Ukraine, this is so complicated. Burisma makes another $3.4 million payment to Rosemont Seneca Baha'i LLC, which sparks a potential corruption probe into the natural gas company, which two years earlier had placed Hunter, the crackhead, and Devin Archer as head board members. All right. So you got this stuff going on all over the globe. And old Joe Biden, vice president, he uses $1 billion of the U.S. money to help boost the Ukraine's gas and economic industry. Well, there's this guy named Shokin. He's a Ukrainian prosecutor, and he launches this investigation into a corruption probe on Burisma there in the Ukraine. And guess what? Immediately starts getting pressure from the Ukraine to stop. Now, the president of the Ukraine says, don't pursue any investigations of Burisma. Well, he wouldn't stop. This is back when President Poroshenko was in charge. Shokin wouldn't stop. So you've seen the video this past week, this little viral video that came out of Joe Biden, who's sitting there bragging, talking about his trip to the Ukraine. And he's talking about Shokin when he says, you know, I'm getting on a plane. I'm, I'm leaving here in about six hours. You know, and he's, he's talking real big and bad. You know, how Joe does how he gets cocky. I'm leaving in this plane in about six hours, a billion dollars. If you want that money, you'll fire that prosecutor. Son of a They fired him. And so if you've seen it, and that's his quote, he withheld a billion dollars of aid for the gas development, natural gas development in the Ukraine in order for them to fire Shokin, who was pursuing these corruption allegations against BHR and specifically Hunter Biden. Okay. 2017, Devin Archer, remember, who's one of the founders, Along with two other men, they get arrested for conspiracy to commit securities fraud 
that totaled more than $60 million. They find Devin Archer, along with two other men, guilty of conspiracy to commit security fraud. But guess what? U.S. District Attorney Judge Ronnie Abrams overturns the jury's decision. And he says the evidence at the trial earlier this year had not shown that the man, Devin Ar- the man Devin Archer knew that the bond issue was fraudulent or that he received personal benefit from it. The left with an unwavering concern that Archer is innocent in crimes charge. So here we are. Back in April of this year, Hunter Biden's left Burisma. And five days later, Joe Biden announces his candidacy for president of the United States because he thought that it would form some form of a barrier around himself to delay any form of prosecution. Now, isn't that interesting? The timing is interesting. You got you got secret technology being purchased, shares of it. You got a billion and a half dollars that gets secured by this little firm. You've got all of this money that places Hunter Biden in this place. And Donald Trump gets on the phone and says, Hey, we got this video out here. I'm summarizing, but I'm not before Congress like Adam Schiff, right. who lied about this thing. I'm just summarizing. Who says, well, we got this video that says that, you know, there was a billion dollars that was going to be withheld. According to Joe Biden, if this prosecutor, we'd love it if you looked into that. Okay. Was it wrong? Well, not a good look. Is it impeachable? No. It's not an impeachable offense. That's my opinion. My non-judicious, non-legal mind. I haven't passed any bar exams. But when you're talking about this murky water of crimes and misdemeanors, is that one not like what they're trying to do? So what you see is a very big sign of a lot of corruption involving a lot of big money Mm -hmm. and a lot of power brokers that are making this happen. And the problem with it is somebody at some point in time has got to stop the madness and look into it. If the president of the United States can't say, hey, we got to look into this thing, then who in the world can Because this is problematic. This stuff's going to continue to go on and on. So what they, in essence, are doing is trying to impeach Donald Trump from the presidency, accusing him of doing exactly what Joe and Hunter Biden did. And it's just not going to stand. And when this one falls, however many million dollars we have to spend to get this thing (coughs) returned to hoax status. (coughs) I'm dying over here, Natalie. Do you have cooties? Yeah. <laughs> Talk amongst yourself, Steve. You remember from my dreams. <laughs> I would like to have some of her cooties. Hmm? Can I have some of her cooties? Yeah, throw it no. over. Oh. That's just how you get mono, babe. and dirty. <laughs> I just want to know. Was what? Incestuous and dirty. And what is? Oh, Hunter Biden? <laughs> well, yeah, not you. <laughs> Thank God. But the, just that whole, that that is, <clears throat> how could you have any confidence? Yeah. And what's happening with our leadership? You shouldn't have. No, I think that's. I mean, what, I mean for a long time, you, you look back. There's probably stuff we don't. Oh sure. We wouldn't know if Donald Trump wouldn't wouldn't be elected. Well, therein lies the problem. Did Donald Trump have to release the transcript? <laughs> Excuse me. I did so many shows last week. I lost my voice. My understanding that it isn't an actual transcript. It is. It is what is recalled from that conversation. There was no transcript. They were recording calls. They were recording calls. There's a lot of calls made by the president. They're recording for these very purposes, okay, because they know that these accusations are coming. 
I, I guess what I'm hurt, maybe I'm inaccurate that this one wasn't, and then this it, this is what was recalled no. from the conversation that it, there is actually no transcript. <laughs> I learned that from Glenn Beck, so it must be true. That's so true. That's, so that's so to your question, no, he did not mm-hmm. have to release the transcript. So why do you think he did? Because he didn't think he did anything wrong. Okay, mm-hmm. that's that's what I wanted to know. Yeah, right. He, th- he it, said, "Yeah, you want to see it?" Because your story that you just told sounds pretty bad. So yeah. it seems to me from his point of view, he's saying, sure, now you'll see what's really been going on. Yeah. That's what it seems like to me. But I, I definitely don't have a background <laughs> in politics. That's the issue. So my question is, reading this, this is facts? Yep. I'm, a- I'm asking. Yeah. That's it. So what keeps Trump from calling a press conference and walking everybody through that the same way and say, this is, this is what, this is facts? This is what we're investigating. Yeah. Well, I think that's the deal. You know, I think that's that's the issue. This thing's got to get trotted out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we'll see what happens. But I'm telling you, even once that happens, they'll just be on to the next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I don't die first, even we're getting they, out of here. Even if they impeached him, it wouldn't be until probably 2025 it, when it Well, when okay, it so first of all, if they did get into an impeachment proceeding, that is not going to happen, and nothing is no action is going to be taken before the 2020 election. Mm-hmm. So get that through your head and think about it. Yeah. You're not talking about something that just happens like that. Mm-hmm. So the Joy Behars and the Whoopi Goldbergs of the world who are celebrating these things and the Robert De Niro's and the Carl Rob Reiner's and all these morons that are out there in Hollywood thinking, oh, this something's finally being done. <coughs> you Twitter trolls out there that have no clue about anything. Mm-hmm. It ain't happening. So you better you better trot out your best pony because we're going to an election in 2020. Right. So we'll see what happens. But get ready for the next 14 months. It's going to be one thing after another, more and more and more of these things. It's going to cost the the American taxpayers tens of millions of dollars to continue to investigate these things. I mean, it is ridiculous. Every time these days you turn on the television, every time you turn on the television, it is one more hearing before Congress or hearing before a Senate committee. It's ridiculous. It's just gotten dumb at this point. And, and nobody – it's becoming white noise. And that's another thing. When you have that much corruption going yes. on, what else would you want to do but just have a bunch of smoke and mirrors and white noise going on? Which even when you ask Helms, does it really matter? I think so many Americans just get so frustrated. It's so dense and it's so it, – it, at some point you just do turn it off. Yeah. You don't want to hear it. And so all every, everything that everyone is getting is a 50,000-foot view. Yeah. Instead of breaking it down like you just did yeah. to kind of walk us through it because we don't want to give it the time. Yeah. It's so frustrating. And, and again, this and even that, I mean, we're still taking a macro view of it. I want you, I want you to go in. I want you yeah. to start looking this stuff up. I want you to read it for yourselves. I want you to, I want you to study. Go back. It's amazing to me how ignorant people are. We, are, we all mm-hmm. are in terms of what our Constitution says, what yep. this process of impeachment means. Uh, it, it disheartens me all the time mm-hmm. how people have just forgotten this thing called the Constitution of the United States, which I think is the greatest document in history next to the Holy Bible. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there it is. Um, check it out. You make your own decision. I mean, you're going to look me in the eye and tell me that these pol- politicians are only up and up and they're straight. Give me a break. No, Jerry Nadler, that's not a heart attack. Is your belt buckle around your nipples. <laughs> so, so to sum all this up, it just shows you how much the government will go to cover up that the aliens are really here. They are here. <laughs> they are. You haven't heard another thing about the storming Area 51. They can't kill us all. You know, we're going to get them aliens. 
Maybe Nancy Pelosi and Biden are aliens. Her teeth keep falling out because aliens don't have I teeth. I was just about to accuse you of being one, pal. Yeah. <laughs> I got my teeth. Lizard person. She's a lizard person. Lizard person. Lizard person. I'd heard that Trump was an alien from my uh, friend Trigger, and he's orange because he's covering he's, up the green. He's covering up the green. Yeah, Trigger DeBose said that. That was that was the Trigger DeBose expose on weird encounters. Mm-hmm. People need to go on YouTube and watch that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think that one's on YouTube. It's it's on my Facebook. Oh, no, I I'll, I'll make sure that Trigger puts that up on YouTube. Can you ask him? Yeah, he's not real technologically savvy. I'd like an autograph too. Okay. <laughs> He'd pull that gold tooth out and give it to you. <laughs> now that sounds like Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. Go spit on somebody else. You notice when Nancy starts talking that it takes her like five minutes to get warmed up? Like for the first for the like first two minutes she's talking, she's just trying to get her teeth all together. She's like Okay, first of all, I want to tell everyone that I, and I pray for the president. I do. I, I pray for the president. He's, and not only this, but it's going to be. Did you hear her saying that she prays for the president and all that stuff? Well, you know, it takes women longer to get warmed up. You would think for $120 million. I like what you said right there. That was good. You would think for $120 million you could afford some denture cement. Can't keep your teeth in your mouth. It's a commercial. You could have it all done in like a day. Yeah. Yeah. Let's screw right you some yeah. brand new teeth in there. Yep. Get right into the bone. She spent all her money on plastic surgery while she but was But you off. could get better plastic for that kind of money, dude. <laughs> I mean, really. She it's came back after that break. Those those eyebrows were a foot higher. They'll settle in place. Just give her a yeah. minute. Yeah. One more facelift. She's going to be the only congressperson in D.C. with a goatee. And then Trump can grab her by the chin. You're welcome. You're welcome, people. I'm here all week. Uh, I can't. I'd let a billionaire grab me. Yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah, because then I'd be a millionaire. Everybody's got a price. You. I would. You would let Jay's me like, I would I let him grab you bucks, too. Jade. Well, I mean, my <laughs> thing forty is, bucks people, is fine. People get so bl- Trump said he would grab her by the P. Oh, oh, you would too. No, I would never. That's because you've never been around a billionaire. <laughs> You've been felt up by thousandaires your whole he life. He said he that they let you grab. They let him, you, and they and do. They do. That is you. You people have been letting thousandaires feel you up for the last fifty years. Get around a billionaire. I'd take. I'd take Bill Gates's hand and hold it right there. <laughs> let him feel my Microsoft. You like it? <laughs> my Microsoft. Let him feel Natalie my hard would drive. Have, to have Bill Gates' hand on vibrate, though. It has to be vibrate. <laughs> yeah. What the crap? She doesn't Anti-vibration. want <laughs> Anti-vibration? Y'all want to entertain yourself? Don't put that on the periodic podcast. table. I want you to go get a video of, uh, of uh, Bill Gates dancing. Back when they released Microsoft and he does his little celebrate, celebration dance. Wow! White people! I mean, white people! <laughs> Privilege is a myth, y'all. Privilege is a myth. There's so many things. All right. StevehelmsBand.com, PartyFoundation.com. Ben McPherson, find him out on the road. Go see him playing with Kyle Park and all over the place. Come on. Come on with it, baby. Best fiddle player out there. <coughs> I don't care about anybody else. Mm-mm. Hot News Natalie, Texas Gun Experience is opening up. Next month. Can't yep. wait. Can't wait. Go to WatchChad.com. Find me out on the road. <coughs> if I don't... 
You'll find me in the hospital with Chad yeah. again. It's kind of sad <laughs> that this time. is your first episode in this new studio and you died today. You choked yeah. up. Yeah, it's first emotional. and last. <laughs> first and last. Going out with a storm. Party time, Ma. You just choked up. Ah, well, I did five shows in five cities last week and I lost my voice. And so I got the cough that's sitting on me. And it just, yeah, it's in my chest. You know, yeah. I don't feel bad, but I just can't get rid of this. I think I have an acid reflux feel. Yeah. I'm going to Tulsa, Oklahoma. I got a show there on the 11th of October, and I'm going to be in Wichita, Kansas. Let me explain something to you folks. Facebook, when we put stuff out there, like we, they don't allow us to say share this anymore. Like they penalize you. The algorithm does if you ask people to share. Hmm. So I'm just telling you, if you see something and you like it and you want other people to see it, share, share it. it. Okay. Go leave us a five-star review. I love y'all. God bless you. Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, the puppet master, Mark Tate. We're getting used to the new digs. Good to see you guys. Look at this Chad Prather show over your shoulder right there. Look at yep. That's an action shot. Yes. Candice, so shy. Mm -hmm. So shy. Look at this double chin. I shaved. <laughs> I look like a thumb <laughs> and a hat. But you're my thumb. Oh, come and kiss that double chin. <laughs> come gobble on the waddle. No. All right, let's talk about that dream you had. I love y'all. We'll talk to you next time. God bless you. Bye. <laughs>